Hey, welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Welcome back, guys. Hey, man. How's it going? Welcome back to you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely welcome back. It was uh, a good, long, like, four-day bachelor party trip that I still don't think I'm 100% recovered from yet, but... Yeah. Uh, how was y'all's weekend? Right, pretty good. Stayed inside. Filled Enjoyed your... Uh... Go ahead, Tim. I was going to say filled with wedding fun. That oh, was my that, weekend. Sounds, that sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, hell, let's talk about the big game. Like, there's nothing better to watch or listen to, right? If you're watching live or if you're not watching live, yeah. If you're listening to this as the podcast or we watching the video later on, uh, it's nine o'clock in Atlanta on a Tuesday night, and there's nothing better on. This is what you should have been watching because that Braves game is not worth watching at all right now. <laughs> Are the Braves playing a game right now? I'm I was going to say two of us care Freddie, about that. Freddie Freeman just hit a home run to take the lead in the eighth inning. <laughs> That's kind of why I was a little slow to come back uh, to the podcast. Yeah, so I actually have the game on in a little tiny screen here on my iPad, and I got my notes here. So I may be drifting between the two of them, but right now there's an Applebee's commercial, so we're good. You don't want Applebee's now? Not really an Applebee's fan. Even after that great song. I have no idea how they have stayed in business for so long. Nobody likes Applebee's. It's all like the the suburban people. All the suburban, non-city people that love the shit out of it. I did. What? I I was the suburban non-city person for most of my life, and Applebee's sucked. Well, I, I feel like there they are in a lot of places where they are the only game in town. So Maybe. if you want to go out, that's what you got. You got Applebee's. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's very very popular uh, down down south. <laughs> they they <laughs> Applebee's on every corner. <laughs> what's good to eat in Statesboro well we got the Applebee's uh, Matthew says that he went to Applebee's before Applebee's got revived uh, yeah they kind of did a big corporate redo of the whole thing that made it even more worse more worse more worse yeah yeah <laughs> he liked Applebee's because no one else was there <laughs> you do have the place Fair. to yourself yeah it's true you probably get a pretty good service I, right I, I don't know. Matthew, do they have really good service? <laughs> I could not tell you the last time I went to Applebee's. But Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow, so let's talk, talk about the game in, in Monroe on Saturday. I was actually unable or I guess unwilling to follow along with the game. We were out at a bar and it was, you know, 11 of us guys. And so my phone was buzzing between the the tweets and like the our group chat with the with our Patreon guys and just texts in general. And so I really had no idea. I would kind of see things from time to time, like unintentionally see a message. I could not tell if we were winning big, losing big, or if it was a tight game. So when I finally checked the score late, I, I was really shocked to see that we had kind of just knocked the piss out of them. Well, and what's funny about about the score and and you know how how bad the score was for a long time um, is is we we didn't we didn't play very good like we we didn't do anything impressive. I was watching you know as I was sitting there watching, I was like, ah, oh, we kind of playing like crap and score fifty five points playing like crap. It's mainly because ULM could not stop the run for for the life of them. They could not stop 
anyone from running at all uh in like the, the the last in the fourth quarter that uh quad quad was in granger started i don't know if you knew that uh quad was in and and ran it in like 30 yards for a touchdown on yeah. one one play and it's like whoop, whoop, guys you gotta stop it you gotta stop the run <laughs> Uh, I will say, I, I will probably surprise you guys. As I was nursing myself back to health, I did manage to go back and watch the replay of the game. So I actually have seen the game. All right. And, I, and unlike most of the games we talk about here, I watched it stone cold sober. So I kind of rem- <laughs> I kind of remember a little bit about what happened in the game. And yeah, that was my take as well. Is like once I, I saw the score, 55-20, and then go back and watch the game. And I was nervous watching it that first half. You know, I, I, I know what was going to happen, but I still was like, this is, team is not playing like a team. Like I was thinking to myself, if I've been watching this live, maybe maybe that last touchdown going into the half, I would have started feeling pretty good about it. But it looked like we kind of lucked into our scores. We had some big plays. They had some some problems on their side. But yeah, Tim. Turnovers too. Yeah. Right. No, no turnovers. That's huge. And how many targeting calls on both sides? Four. There were four targeting 18. calls. 18 actually <laughs> it felt like 18 yeah so tim what was your uh what was your take watching the game well i think we were all wrong i think we all thought uh quad was gonna start right i think yeah, yeah. i still i still think quad should have started i i don't i don't understand i i it, it didn't make any sense to me i feel like either quarterback could have come in and had we'd have the similar performance, right? I mean, we have to probably tell ourselves, stop rushing the ball every time because, you know, it was just working all night long. Well, I feel like Elliot was really trying to turn Ranger into a passing quarterback during that game as well. He was, you know, he was really forcing, not, not, I shouldn't say he was forcing throws. He was uh, calling a lot of passing plays and, and deep, not, not just like, you know, little short passes. He was throwing or calling a bunch of like 30, 40 yard passes that, weren't really landing uh sometimes it was granger's fault sometimes it wasn't but by the end of the game he was actually doing pretty good he was making some connections but then again you know monroe was pretty gassed kind of giving up maybe a little bit they're also just being monroe that's that's and that's what i got out of the game is that 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 win as big as it was just doesn't give me a lot of confidence for the rest of the season though like i just don't feel like we looked great like i hope i hope coach is you know, took took them aside. He's gonna take the bye week and be like, you know, you guys won big, but you look like crap. <laughs> it was yeah. ULM. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. There was so many plays that uh, Monroe kind of like stopped themselves, and you know they they could have turned into turned a couple of drives into points easily, but they kind of got in their their own way of the whole thing. So uh, I agree with you. I agree with you, Ryan. <clears throat> cool. I like it. I'll take it. The very, the very beginning of the game, uh, what could have been a safety because of a stupid penalty turns into the play that I think that I think that was their drive, their first touchdown drive. We we literally had them for a safety in the end zone, which is where safeties happen by definition. And uh, we have okay. a we have a penalty. We have, we have a penalty. It gets some. It gets some another first uh, first down, and they drive the ball all the way down the field and get a touchdown on it. That's their, their first score. So I'm like, what the hell? We could have looked yeah. better there. <clears throat> I mean, that sa- that safety happened and was called back. And I basically was, um, I was talking to a friend at the time, and I was like, well, Georgia State just can't have nice things. So of course, <laughs> of course that happened. Of course, that oh, was okay. whatever that was, a face mask or. What did you think about going for two with Michaela 
on that very first touchdown point after. Fine, whatever. I, I Elliot throw, says, throw them all in there. Who cares? Well, yeah, Elliot Elliot says he's going to be aggressive this season, and he has been. And like I was like, what? All Not right, sure that's aggressive, but it's interesting. You know, I found it very strange. I was like looking up, and I'm like, I think I looked up for my uh, my phone or something like that. And I'm like, I just see McKelly running towards the end zone. I'm like, what? What did I just miss? What just happened here? And of course, then that was also called back for an offsides penalty. So that you know, just went for the easy point. But that was that was strange. I don't remember that at all. I, I, sorry. <laughs> it was our it was our first touchdown drive or uh, uh, or the point after or the uh, whatever right on. after some. Uh, also, did you notice that there was a guy named Boogie Knight on the their team? No, didn't catch Wait, that one. No, so yeah. his, like Jersey said Knight on it, and his name, yeah. name was Boogie. Yeah, it was a wide receiver. He also did their uh, like punt and kickoff returns or just the kickoff returns or something. But yeah, Boogie Knight was his name. And I, I have not looked up to find out if Boogie's a nickname, but I really hope that they just in Louisiana, somebody was such a big fan of the movie. And they're like, <laughs> hey, you know, you know, you know, my, my last name's Knight. If I have ever a kid, I'm naming my kid Boogie. I mean, <laughs> yeah, praise you know, when. I, all I can think of is Booger, you know? Well, I wonder if he's like, you know, if he has, if I have two kids, I can call them the, I can name them both Boogie, and they'll be the Boogie Knights. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's true. Maybe that's what's happened. We just don't know. We, just we didn't have the, the Knight Brothers. I'm going to continue this, I'm gonna need this okay. joke a little bit longer, Tim. Okay. But since you mentioned uh, referring to boogers, maybe that would be a great, like a nasal spray or something like that. You know, call it your, your nasal spray, the Boogie Knights. Like, you know, it sprays your nose and cleans out the junk or whatever. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Dude, I don't even I, know what you're doing on this podcast. You should be in marketing. <laughs> I was a marketing major when I transferred to Georgia State. So it must have we been. We should have like, more listeners with your marketing expertise. That one or two semesters as a marketing major. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yeah. Like Tim said, uh, Braves just won. Go Braves. Won the, uh, the AL, uh, NLDS. So. Yeah, cool. What's that mean? It means they play more baseball. Yeah, they advance. Oh, this is a like a tournament division. Yeah, this is this is like the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl (laughs) if they win five more games. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) they're going to the conference championship. All right, all right, all right. So now we now that we've concluded our education of Ryan on. On, ba- on Major League Baseball, Tim, you were gonna you were gonna get us back on track a little bit. What's up? But I was just gonna say what you were saying about the uh, broadcast. You know, we didn't listen to it. There were requests to turn the uh, broadcast off, just have the visuals at the uh, rehearsal dinner we were at. It was on like a twenty foot screen. They were gracious enough to let my game play when there were other better games to watch out there that night. You know, like that Alabama game. I but, think there's probably a lot of Alabama fans that would disagree with you on that, and they would say the Georgia State game is preferable. <laughs> way better. Much more entertaining. <laughs> but uh, I, I can totally see him with the, you know, your comment about Booger Knights. Like, was it Boogie? Boogie. Boogie. Yeah. yeah. I can totally see them saying that on the ULM broadcast. Oh, yeah. They said the name over every... It was never just like, you know, Knight back to receive. It was... Boogie Knight back to receive. Yeah. yeah. I think I he have a sound on. So I think he may have actually gotten their first touchdown. I could be wrong on that. 
but yeah. Yeah, he was in there. So I think that also if you were if I heard it correctly, that the first player from their team to get the targeting call and ejected from the game against us was a transfer from Kennesaw State. Ah, I didn't know that either. So I'm thinking he probably had beef. I think that was intentional. Maybe. I, you know, Payback. I, I could be you, wrong. I could have heard things that completely different, but I'm going to go with the fact that there was a Kennesaw State transfer that was just out for vengeance because he wasn't recruited by Georgia State. There are some of those targeting plays where I can look at it and be like, duh, that was clearly targeting. You know, the guy put his head down and led with the crown of his helmet and like launched at the person. Like you can see it. it I don't understand how, how you make the mistake and do that. Like that's a, you gotta, you gotta work for that. I don't know. For me, I think that 90% of targeting plays that I see, I think that just looks like playing really good football to me. So, sometimes, but I, I remember one of ours, <clears throat> maybe the first one. I don't know. I didn't realize there were four at the time. Um, one of ours, I, I I commented in our uh, Patreon chat, you know, like that was definitely target. I mean, you could tell that was targeting. You know, the, the, the announcers had a big beef with the one against Granger, the where he threw like that deep, deep, deep interception, and it got called back because of a targeting call on him. But where, but it was like helmet to chest. It wasn't mm-hmm. helmet to helmet or any of that. But I'm like. It's a quarterback. You're probably going to give him a little hard, but it looked it looked bad. I mean, it looked like a missile, like straight <laughs> towards his chest. And Granger's not, you know, uh, a big boy. He's pretty lanky, and man, I could have done some damage. He was kind of rubbing his chest afterwards. Yeah. I'm sure that hurt. That uh, yeah, I, I I don't understand targeting. I I hear what you say, Ryan. I hear what they say on the broadcast. But I'm kind of like to me. Most of the time, it looks like just hard played football to me. I think you're right. It's the obvious ones that I'm like, man, that that's just like bad coaching or something. I don't know because the obvious ones are are really bad. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you'd encourage targeting, David. Yeah, uh, I would. I would not encourage. You just it. don't call anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not encouraging it. It just doesn't exist. Did the guy get up afterwards? Okay. No big deal. That's also part of how I've, I know that they want to discourage it to keep the concussions down. And I think also part of it is to keep concussions down from the person actually doing the targeting yeah. as well. Uh, so they, they, they really want to, you know, do whatever they can to keep people from doing it. But I, I don't know. It seems like such a BS call. Sometimes, sometimes. And then also the impact of the game, you're out for an entire game. I hate that. Ejecting somebody for the whole game or for like half of the next game is, is uh, I think over the top. It's crazy. They should, they should fix that. They, they took no one other step, penalty comes right? anywhere close. It took one step backwards. They don't have to leave the field. Now they can watch the rest of the game, but they can't play. Right. Know, maybe that's worse. I don't know. Like you get ejected for targeting, but no, now you gotta sit here and watch. Yeah. yeah. I used to be able to go back to the locker room and the air condition, take my shower, you know, eat a Twix bar. Yeah, I don't know if you I don't know if you're left or right favorite, it doesn't really matter. And then uh and just and watch the game on TV with your feet kicked up. Now I gotta I gotta stay in full pads outside <laughs> outside in Louisiana Ugh. and and watch everybody else get to play the game and I get to stand here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. The whole sitting out thing, too much. Yeah. I think for, overall for the game, though, I mean, I won't say that we were terrible, but we're supposed to win. We did what we needed to do. Didn't look fantastic doing it. Well, you know, 
oh, I wanted to say there's like flashes of brilliance in the game, but then I'm also we're playing Monroe, so it you're overthrowing just... Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's, it's it, that that was a great play. You did that. You know, Tucker Greg looked like an absolute tank, just plowing through, and oh, yeah. Jemias, Jemias as well. I think he had a run where like he blocked or he got through like five or six different guys trying to bring him down. Maybe that was Greg. I forget, but yeah. We looked great, but I kept on telling myself it's Monroe. against Monroe. Yeah, they couldn't Dude. stop anybody from running. You could have put me out there. I had to run right, right, right. I, the I would, I would pay money to see you try to run the ball against uh, Monroe in a Division Three team. <laughs> <laughs> I get all the pads and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Like that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I wrote some notes down, but I don't know what I said. Okay. You were impressed with Cradle, right? Cradle looked great. Cradle and Payne both looked uh, fantastic in the game. And Cradle, what a great name for a receiver, too. Like, you know, uh, you just kind of cradle that ball right there as it comes in. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. had lots of, you know, lots of production out of the receiving court, but I don't know. Where, where are the stars? That's I, that's what I was gonna say. Is I think it's weird how um, how good our backups seem, um, yeah. as compared to our starters, even. Yeah, I, I guess we're technically starting our second string now with uh, Granger being the starting quarterback and Thrash, and Thrash Cradle making all the the big plays. <laughs> Sorry, our second string is just uh, better. That, that, that's how <laughs> arrogant. That's that's how arrogant we were about against Monroe. Is like you know, hey guys. I know we have bye next week, but just go ahead and take another week off and we'll just <laughs> we'll start the backups. Actually, I did put in my notes to say in the, the second half, you know, Coach Elliott was still going super, super aggressive, still throwing the ball deep, uh, had one that should have been totally caught uh, even after we had gotten the, our last touchdown. And I'm like, I think at this point, I feel like Elliott just turned the second half of the game into another practice. Like he just kind of skated an NCAA rule and added a new practice. All right, guys, this is what we're going to do this time. Let's see what works. Let's try to run this play, see what happens. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it, it, he didn't let off the gas whatsoever at all in that game. That's good. You shouldn't. Uh, against a conference foe when the team is probably feeling down, uh, let them get a little bit of that out, that energy out. But, but again, they didn't look great. So I hope their confidence isn't too high. Yes, absolutely. There's no reason why your confidence should ever be super high for any team that I cheer for. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I just so my frustration was, you know, I I think Granger did his job. He he made it, yeah. but you take that kind of game and you put Quad out there because he needs more reps to knock the rust off. You know, I feel like <laughs> I know. I just keep I keep getting back to yeah, all right to kick the rust kick off. Right. Off. <laughs> uh, the thing is, is we know Quad has it in him. Granger doesn't seem to, you know, we, we don't know that. Uh, and give Quad the quality reps, because if he's not playing on the field, he's not, that rust isn't going anywhere. Well, he did it's, finally it's get actually in. aggregating on him as he sits there watching the game. Yeah. Well, he, he did get in at the end of the game and did have like some huge uh, 24, 25 yard run for 30, a touchdown. Was it, was it 30 yards? 28, but. I said 30 at the time, and I was like, I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I bet you went over. So 24-25 is, uh, 
is better. Uh, default is not Price is Right rules. I cannot stand it when people <laughs> default to Price is Right rules. That's because you always go over. No, it's closest. <laughs> default yeah. is closest. <laughs> one dollar. He went for one yard. He went you for one to, yard. Yeah, yeah, right. You have to say Price is Right rules. <laughs> you were right. You were right. You were. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was strange. I, I, I did find it strange that. I was really surprised when I found out that Granger did get the start to the game. He has looks great. We've gotten, you know, our wins under him. We, you know, played Auburn very, very well. But it, we all agree. I think everybody agreed that Quad was going to be getting the start. So, so we don't make the big bucks. I mean, Quad looked at least as good as Granger has in any of these games. Well, yeah, but, but and the funny part was uh, what Granger brought to the table that Quad didn't was the ability to be more bo- mobile and get around. But then that's what Quad does when he comes <laughs> in there. He he gets his uh, seventy-five yard touchdown run. Ain't that right, Ryan? Seventy-five yards, yeah, at least seventy-five, like yeah, something like that. <laughs> the hundred hundred and twelve, thirty-two yards at least. Yeah. So I guess that means we're spe- you know, Coach Elliott said he was going to pick a guy and stick with him for the rest of the season. So I guess Maybe we should. Ex- we, he's picked. We got Granger, you know, great, great Granger danger for the rest of the season. It is Granger danger. That does not give me high hopes. <laughs> danger could be in any kind of aspect on this one. <laughs> it could be a good thing danger. or a bad thing. <laughs> so, so we'll we'll go ahead and and <clears throat> I'll ask you guys uh, on the Andy Dalton scale, right? Because he's <laughs> he is your perfectly number sixteen in the NFL, right? Or back right. when he I know he's not even playing now, right? He's a Dallas. Um, oh, whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> that's what I think of I'm Andy gonna, Dalton. I'm gonna ring a story about a guy and then not care about him whatsoever. No, at no, all. no, no, no. It's not a story about him. So he's he's the perfectly average. If you're worse than him, you're bad. If you're better than him, you're good. Where right. do you think Granger falls on the Dalton scale? Uh, I'm not gonna compare a. College NFL quarterback, quarterback. And NFL quarterback, because <laughs> <laughs> I think the Granger would definitely be behind Andy Dalton. Given the same yes. everything, I would put Dalton ahead of uh, well, Granger. No. So take take the scale and put it in in NCAA terms. Yeah, um, normalized for NCAA. I say he's. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be like super negative about anything. I, I I think there's definitely talent there. There's definitely the, the football intellect there. It's not he, that he's a bad quarterback. He's just uh, he's not. He's made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. What do you think, Tim? I'll put him slightly below. Below Dalton. Think, yeah. He's probably he's probably a little below Dalton. Maybe a little more, but you know, I want to give him the benefit yeah. of the doubt. He's, he's right, kicking well, his rust off too. So, looking at a full resume of of uh, of playing with us, where does Quad fall on that? Oh well, so the full resume, so last year well, too, well, well, last year only. <laughs> no, probably a little, a little above, not much yeah. higher, but a, li- a little above. I mean, yeah. And yeah. then Ryan, we put you last, one hundred and thirty first. Right, 131st team. Okay, that's fine. I, I, you you brought yourself in the conversation by saying you wanted to run the ball. You should, well, it was a joke about ULM, but I can I can run. I cannot throw a ball. So there's you know, it's like yeah, I, I would not be able to throw the ball. I can't throw a ball now. Like so I'm so, so I'm so glad I have daughters so that I don't have to worry about like that whole playing catch thing when my when they get older. But I'm like I'm totally gonna have like. Tom girl, dog, Tom, Tom girl, Tom boy girls. They're going to be like, dad, let's go throw the ball. Teach me how to throw a ball. I'm like, 
uh, I, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm, I can barely talk about football, let alone play so it. Made me a quarterback. I'd just like flea flicker all day, you know, just get it away from me. Uh, I would, I would probably mess up victory formation. Like I'd, I would fumble the ball on victory formation and like <laughs> drop to the ground. Like when I see, when I saw, uh, what was his face? Uh, the jets guy, I saw the butt fumble. I'm kind of like, yeah, I would totally be the butt fumble. <laughs> San- Sanchez was it was it? yeah I think it was Sanchez 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 but yeah yeah I don't know what else to say um good win we have a bye W move on it's a win get another W yeah it's a it means a solid win I mean we yeah. we can complain about the way we looked all day long and or talk about it, the the inferior quality of the opponent but we won the game by a lot oh that's what I'm gonna say is like. <laughs> when coaches kept on uh, calling these plays, trying to get more and more points, I'm like, he does know we can't actually take those points and apply them to transfer them, <laughs> right? Transfer it to the app game. Look how close <laughs> that was. Yeah, it's these these retroactive points. Like, we're not going to change a game at all, but if we backfill some of these points from this game, you know, it doesn't look so bad. So, I mean, we know ULM's pretty terrible, but hey, they did beat Troy. So, what does that make Troy? Who? Troy? Troy Troy State. State. Sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I'm curious about Troy because um big question mark now. They're technically ranked or ranked. Uh they're one step ahead of us in the standings for the East Division, but that doesn't say a lot considering how Mm -hmm. few conference games have been played right now. Um maybe Troy was sleeping on on Monroe, like everybody should be, because I mean you should never sleep on an opponent, but you know what I'm saying. Like they just they were, that was the first conference game for them. They're like, all right, well, yeah, we killed these guys last year, so we'll just go ahead and do the same thing. But Terry, you know, Terry Bowden out there, like looking like old school coach, <laughs> like the, the suit and the tie out there. I'm like, come on, that's got to be miserable feeling. In in Louisiana. In, in Louisiana, yeah, yeah. I hey, mean, they're overachieving two wins, right? When they projected at half a win, something like that, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they're they're they're, they're, they're big time over. One of those was you know their FCS opponent, which honestly. When I saw like their schedules, like that that FCS opponent, I don't even know. Like they they're going to lose to those guys. I think it was Jacksonville State, but they did it. So pulled it out. Pulled it out. Pulled out. Uh, so you guys weren't listening to the game. Jacksonville State. I was curious. Uh, was d- d- different, different one. But so you it's guys close. <laughs> I just you know I just put a little vill in there. Uh, you guys weren't listening to the game, and I have no idea whether or not the commercials are the same and like the ESPN rebroadcast of it or anything. But my god, they had a trailer, like a 30, 45 second trailer to the new Halloween movie, uh, playing every single commercial break, and the the trailer just starts off with all these just horror scenes, but children just like saying trick or treat over and over again. By the end of the game, it was ear piercing. Like I just it was so frustrating i don't want to see this movie now because i don't want to hear one more kid say trick-or-treat ever again (laughs) no i don't remember that at all yeah i I, i'm sure it wasn't the same commercials because they only had like two or three commercials per break versus you know the 15 minutes per per, but yeah all right yeah so I, i guess there's not really much more to talk about football with in the bye week coming up other than hopefully everybody gets a chance to get healthy learn some more and prepare for homecoming against Texas state. Obviously we'll talk about that game next week. The armadillos. The armadillos coming to Atlanta for our homecoming fighting armadillos. 
All right. Wait, are they fighting or they're just armadillos? What are they? I never really understood by using like the, um, you know, the descriptor. That's an adverb, right? Because it's describing action. The adverb with their teams, like the fighting Irish versus the whatever, or the, what are the other ones? There's more out there. Fighting. I don't know. Sue. The fighting Sue. That's probably done, gone away with now. I don't think so. They, it was a uh, North Dakota or North Dakota State, and I believe they got permission. Like they went and talked to the Sioux Nation, and like they were like, "Yeah, yeah, you're cool. We like it." Well, yeah, it's kind of like uh, Florida State says that it's all cool because they went to the you know the Seminole Nation. Seminoles, yeah. And they're like, you know, it's cool. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Florida State went empty-handed to the Seminole Nation, mm-hmm. did not give give them any money or you know whatever, box, t- whatever. box tickets or whatever it is. <laughs> That's fine. If they paid for it, that's even better for them. Yeah, exactly. Name, image, and likeness, right? That works for me. I think I don't think the university's allowed to pay for it though. But I don't know. Um, so we're only we're just just a little more than three weeks away from basketball. Ryan, can you feel it? Ooh. I can feel it. Um what? I don't know what I was gonna say. I was. I was can, you, can you feel it real good? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll talk about this in the last call. <laughs> it got weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm getting excited about basketball starting. I don't. There's not much to say about it. There was a little article that came out just basically. You know, Georgia State predicted to win the Sun Belt again, and they had a great line about the conference still knows or should still know that um, the championship runs through Atlanta or basketball runs through Atlanta in the conference. That's cool. A lot of pressure on Lanier to actually make it to the tournament this year. Yeah. I mean, every year for that, anyway, because we're always... That's we'll the expectation, the right? I mean, we're just saying the, the extra pressure, you know, having not made it in the first two years. But look at that. We're actually talking about how, a new coach coming in, and the expectation is still, like, why in two years, why haven't we gone to the tournament yet? Yeah. Right. The floor for him is the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And every single year ago, that's right. Or sweet, or sweet sixteen. Can <laughs> increase the floor a little bit. The floor should be sweet sixteen every single no. year. Maybe if we floor get in no for way. six years in a row, then you can up it. How about that? Yeah. If we get into the tournament six years in a row and go out first round every single time, are you still excited about what we have going on? Six no. years. Six, six years. I mean, I granted we, you know, coach. Obviously, we had the win against Baylor, so it's. But I'm saying, Coach Lanier here is here, and we go to the tournament six years in a row. We get bounced first round every single time, and I don't mean those little weird playing game things. Those things suck. I don't. I don't even understand how they work. Well, and we don't get those anyway. We're, we are at least good enough to get seated better than that. Like I said, I don't know how those things work, anyways. Yeah, well, I think really, really bad conferences go there because you know it's it's everybody. It's not FBS, FCS. It's everyone. It's just D one. Yeah, and I know we're conference champions, so we get into an actual <clears throat> bid. So, either way, um, yeah, no, I, I think even with six win, six six trips to the tournament and six losses, I, I think it would matter what those losses look like. Yeah, but at what point, Tim? At what point do we start getting frustrated and be like, "All right, now it's time to do something better." What's time to What's time to take the next step? Four years in. If we're if we're not competing to like get past the first round four years in, there's a problem, right? Like 
Yeah. I, 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 I'm just kind of the reason why I, I had no idea we were going to talk about this at all. I'm just thinking, and I don't know what my answer is either, but yeah, obviously going to the tournament has, is the goal. But what happens when we start achieving the goal? Obviously the goalpost has to move and it's yeah. not just, it's not just getting into the tournament anymore, whether that is four years in, six years in, 12 years in, uh, at some point, if this team continues the way we want it to be get, getting in, is not going to be the floor. Yeah, no. that's true. While we did, we didn't get in last year, our conference did get relegated to the first four. Right, App State did. Yeah. So uh, it depends start. on who who it is. Um, how bad you are. Yeah, because because if we would have got in, we we probably would have been seated a little better. Oh yeah, we definitely would have been seated higher than sixteen. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah. They were did the they lowest. Lose? Yeah, they lost by one. Good. <laughs> they lost by one in the first four. But they were the lowest uh, seeded team in the bracket. <laughs> they suck. Yeah. Oh, well, Hence why they didn't Matthew, say put them there. Matthew says first four isn't always bad teams, though. But uh, we're going to say that it is. So if it's the 16 seeds, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. The 11 seeds aren't bad. Uh, so do you guys care what the other teams in the? I I, I switched to basketball for some reason. I don't know. Uh, do you guys care what the other Sun Belt teams did last week? Uh, in basketball, sure. Nothing. No one did anything in basketball. Uh, USA, which had like started off really hot, lost to Texas State in four overtimes. Barn burner. So yeah, USA has, has not won a conference game. Yeah, in San Marcos, um, Coastal beat the snot out of Arkansas State, and the trash down south falls to Troy. And since Oops. Troy lost. Since Troy lost to uh, Monroe, that means that we are already transitively better than the trash down south. We already right? knew that. Yeah, I know. You don't need you don't need a transitive property for that shit. Nope. So you got uh, we're better than them. So whatever. You got Troy and Texas State this weekend, so we'll really know what's going on after that Oops. game. Troy State and uh, the Armadillos this weekend. I Ryan is Ryan. Are you actually a Kennesaw? Are you taking your masters at Kennesaw State? You're saying a who, like an owl, like uh, to, to everything right now. Uh, yeah. No, so I just keep forgetting who Troy is. Troy State. And then I then I remember. <laughs> so yeah, currently in the East, uh, now it's kind of the the. the the tiebreakers have kind of been settled and trash down South is firmly in last place. So of East, which is great. And then just like we expected, the West looks worse than the East. There's nothing really to talk about that. I don't think other than the fact that Monroe still is, is third in the West and we're fourth in the East. <laughs> Yikes. Wow. That, that, that doesn't seem possible, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, well, season, we had such high expectations. Hey, when we started this, there was a game going on for this week. Is it still going on? Yeah, it is. Twenty-seven to six. Wow. Yeah. So Lafayette is uh, taking oh, yeah. it to App State right now. Yeah, Happy and Lafayette, man. Yeah, I look. I, I looked it up, and apparently Lafayette was a seven and a half point favorite. So I'm really surprised to see App not getting a touchdown at least yet. I still, I just hate that a lot. You know, knowing what what Appy did to us. I, I just, I just was very hopeful that we'd see them go off on everybody, you know? Right. Yeah. If a team's going to beat me, 
I want them to beat everybody else really badly. Especially but, when they beat you like they beat us, you know? It's like, oof. I still have, like, just PTSD from that game. I know. I feel like they're still scoring <laughs> right now. Yeah, like, I'm still... In, against Lafayette. Right now, they are not scoring. I so, can tell you that for sure. <laughs> so maybe they thought they were playing us again, and it's just not working out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's not over yet. I'm, I'm not ruling the app out. I think they, they have it in them to come back. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of time left. It's uh, uh, 13 minutes to go in the third quarter, so there's a lot of time. They're down 21 points. App State has a type of um, offense that can score points when they want to, but Lafayette has a type of defense that can stop it, apparently. So, hey, look at that. I didn't mean to bring that up, Matthew, but thanks for uh, suggesting we talk about App in Louisiana or Lafayette. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um Liberty Liberty is playing at Monroe this week and they're they're a 33 point favor. Jesus. So if if you follow the same math, we were a 19 point favorite. That could actually be a little slaughterhouse in be Monroe. like uh, Tech Cumberland. <laughs> right. <laughs> Somebody's scoring three digits and it's not Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, they're down. They're down at ULM. Who knows? It's swamp. No, nah, but I think I. You know, I. I'll root for Monroe. <clears throat> I want to go back. Should lose that game. I want to briefly go back to the Lafayette Appy State game. Uh, I did put it on for a little bit today, tonight, before getting on, and they had this really ugly yellow hazy, like just whatever. <laughs> it blurry. Looked like, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't blurry. It was like you'd put a yellow filter or something over the entire game. And uh, I guess that's just the, the stench of Louisiana being uh, getting actually filmed. I don't know. When they changed to the lower you, camera, the field camera, it looked really good. I'm like, just stay on that. Just, just never go to the high camera. They forgot right? their Louisiana filters that usually filter that out. <laughs> I guess I... Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's the on-field, though, uh, Tim, because that's it's closer. But once you get it further up in the elevation, you start looking through it. You start looking through all the just the stench that is the state of Louisiana. Yeah, <laughs> that thick swamp air. <laughs> thick swamp air. Yeah, even <laughs> come to Louisiana, where even the air is swampy. <laughs> I, so I had the sound on for the beginning of the Monroe game, and they were like, "We're in beautiful Monroe," and I'm like, "What? Like, not even on the camera right now, where you see this like swampy ass, terrible, whatever." I'm like, "This isn't even be- like, what are you talking about?" And Which from Monroe that point were you on? In? I muted them. <laughs> I was like, "I'm done I, listening to you guys. You're clearly I not." I cannot listen to idiots talk. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on Tuesday nights already. I was going to say, right. you should probably have I, muted I all fill. three of us. You should have <laughs> muted all three of us right there. <laughs> all right, Matthew, ask if I if we get invited to uh, the New Orleans Bowl, would I go to the game? And the answer is a resounding no. I would not oh. go to that game. Wow. I would maybe try. I'd go. No, I, 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 uh, you could stay on the border. Come on. My uh, my stubbornness is only exceeded by my pettiness. Mm. So I, out of principle, I would uh, not go to that game. Isn't that the, the the best bowl though? Isn't that the one that would be like the the champion gets to go to that? Traditionally, yes, it, it we'd is be champion. Yeah. Unless you unless you get into a New Year's Six bowl, right? Okay, so we'd be champion. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's also inside of uh, uh, that, that the place. Superdome. Have they fixed it yet? I know it, bur it burned down. The no, week, no, right? no, no. It's not been fixed ever. It's it's literally been broken since the, the minute it was built. <laughs> that was an enhancement to the overall aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. No, I would not go to that game. So, um, 40 minutes in. We didn't there's even talk a, about realignment. Are we going to wait for a There's a little bit of realignment news today. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, there's not it's not really news it's not news whatsoever at all but conference usa like has reached out to the american to try to basically do a reshuffle a reorganization of their teams uh, and everybody laughed really hard about it, it yeah i mean it's the it's the little the little brother going up to his, his big brother saying you know can i go on a date with your girlfriend <laughs> it's, it's just not gonna happen but well, there's so the thing is, is this is like their little gamble because they know that if they do this, they'll get a couple of good teams and they'll be able to, part of it was a rebranding thing too. So they know that they are last place in the group of five at this point. They know right. that they that they're suck. And they, this is like one little gasp of like, maybe we can salvage something. And everybody's like, no, why would they, we do that? Well, the thing is they've got to do something, but, there's uh, that's not that's not the thing that's gonna work though. Oh, it's not gonna work whatsoever. It's really terrible product, and we want some of your product. Can we take some of your product to make our product that's really shitty better? Yeah, we're, we're, we'll we're give you some of our shit. We're, and we're, you we're, give us some of your good shit. Yeah, we're gonna give you the worst that we have. You give us um, the worst that you have, which is better than the worst that we have. Right, and then and then. But yeah, it's I mean, regional. It's regional, man. They're gonna end up. They're gonna end up taking liberty. Before it's all said and done, I, they'll probably take have them. to take them. They'll probably yeah, have no, to. I mean, that's what's going to happen. So, like, UAB is going to get snatched up by the AAC, and yep. they're going to end up pulling in. Liberty is probably the next up for USA, and it's going to be their last best hope. And um, turns out, it's just Liberty. So, yeah, I. Uh, so the, the proposed West East and West Conference they had. So, um, they they said the East Conference would be East Carolina, Charlotte, Old Dominion, Temple. Marshall, FAU, FIU, South Florida, Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky, and two potential new additions. So if they're going to have two potential new additions, that means it's coming from the Sun Belt. And that, so if we were to get into this new conference, it would be this Eastern one. Do those teams sound like teams you'd want to go be or be associated with? And Can you say the travel? teams again? Yeah, it's a lot of them. ECU. I do have a map actually. I like ECU. I wasn't prepared to, to show it. ECU, yeah, like Charlotte, that. Charlotte, Old Dominion, Temple, Marshall, the the Florida schools, like literally all of them. FAU, FIU, South Florida, Middle Tennessee, and Western Kentucky. And then it would if they if they took if they took two Sun Belt schools, it would like and we were one of them. It would likely be Appy as the other one. I mean, I wanted. I wanted Middle Tennessee when we were joining the Sun Belt. That was one of the, the reasons I was excited. That's just a weird me thing, though. They they don't bring a ton to the table, uh, but Marshall does. And then ECU, I like ECU. They and they've been good for a, a little while. And they have a good fan base. Uh, I think they bring a lot to the table. So I wouldn't be sad about it because what? I'm going to leave the Sun Belt. Who cares? Um, yeah. But I don't know if it doesn't. It also doesn't like get me going any kind of way. 
it's marginally better, I think. Yeah. yeah. But I did make a map, and I, lo- I was looking at it, and you know, it it really does extend the conference that you know, the footprint that we're in are already. It ex- it would extend that to um, be much more, the travel costs would go up higher for us if we were to move into a conference like that. I'm not I, saying that's I, I the reason why we that shouldn't matters. do it. I'm not saying it's not worth doing it. I, it's just it's on the Andy Dalton scale. It's just above <laughs> a better conference to go into. Got it. I, don't, I mean, I want to stay pat. Some belt, ten teams. F everyone else. I don't care. But keep. But like, if if Appy goes, well, what? We I mean, stay pat. Really... No, one, no one leaves. Everyone stays. I know, but but if let's talk about if Appy leaves because I think you know I have been on the bandwagon of staying in the Sun Belt now for a number of weeks, but with the with the prospect of Appy leaving, I'm like, oof, man, that's that's kind of a big. That's a big hit for the Sun Belt. That that actually changes a significant amount of like you know which which one would I decide we should be in. At least the so, door yeah. open for uh, Coastal to just continue their magic. Uh, coastal Coastal will fizzle out. David's right. They will. Well, it's like I said yesterday in our in our group chat. Um, I don't want to be in a conference with Appy, but I don't want to be in this conference without Appy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. I mean, how much would that piss off the Trash Town South if like us and Appy went, <laughs> went together I, somewhere? What I, what I think is funny if you read all the message board fodder about realignment is when they talk about how schools will, will move together and how Appy would not leave the Sun Belt unless uh, the Trash Town South went with yes, them. I'm would. like, they don't care about you. Yeah, like, they don't the, care. The the whole Appy and Trash and South moving up to Sunbelt at the same time was not because the two of them had made an agreement for it. They were kind of like they both both of those teams have been clamoring for FBS the entire time, and it's right. not neither one of those schools was going to turn down that invitation if the other wasn't being invited. There's no <laughs> allegiance there whatsoever at all. Yeah, they're like they knock on the door. Did did you get in? <clears throat> did you you did? Okay, we'll come too. Well, oh, that didn't happen. Like, come on. <laughs> No, it would just be like epic shit talk. I mean, that's really all it is. That's so, all it is. That's all it is. It'd be like you didn't, you didn't make it because you guys suck. What do you want? Yep. Yep. You live in Statesboro. So what's so what's the word on it? So um, also, uh, what was interesting about this is we knew about Conference USA trying to pull this like little reshuffle thing, but. This was just an AAC Conference USA thing, and uh, our buddy Scott Watkins of the Sunbelt pages says he's got sources saying that Conference USA delivered a similar letter to the Sunbelt, and Commissioner Gill just was like, no, we're not entertaining this idea. There's no, no advantage of, uh, of us trying to split up what we got. Even even suggest- suggesting it like gives away their weak, weak position. Right, it's no. like uh, we can pick off the you know one or two conference USA teams that we would like to have joined in the Sun Belt, and you really can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So more or less, take your idea and shove it. Exactly, exactly, in a nice way. So, all right, cool. It's pretty good, right? Pretty good night. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, I do want. I want to give one shout out to the men's soccer team. They knocked off number number thirteen. Akron over the weekend. All right, the zips, which, appara- which apparently I didn't write down anywhere because I can't find it. Oh, there we go. Yeah, they um, three to one 
uh, at Akron. Uh, there was actually a really cool video that they, they posted on Twitter of, of a bicycle kick. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. For one of the goals. It was really, really cool. So, All right. yeah. So, shout out to those guys. Well done. Well done. Uh, actually, they were playing Tennessee State, East Tennessee State, uh, when we started this. Uh, they were up. We won two to one. Two to one. We won that one as well. Nice. So congrats, we were, congrats we to the were guys. informed that there was a pretty good crowd too. So. Yeah, a decent crowd out there. And it looks like there we had a picture. Uh it looks like there is that they do have the stands or some bleachers set up. A lot of people still in tailgate chairs. But uh yeah. We keep on saying we gotta make it to a game, guys. Let's we gotta do it. We <laughs> gotta do it. Gotta do it. Yeah, I mean it's right. easy for me. Park here, we'll walk over. Yeah, just get grab grab some walkies and, and and get it going so all right cool well thanks everybody for listening we're gonna head over to last call and talk about some more stuff and about this episode uh you can find it on our patreon page i figured out what it is it's patreon.com slash state of atlanta uh it's a free of charge available on friday mornings or free to our patreon members immediately uh three bucks a month to get access to that a private group chat discounts on our merchandise and uh, whatever else I can possibly offer out to you guys to help contribute to the, the show. So uh, check it out. Thanks for listening, and we will uh, talk to you next week. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.